As a disclaimer, the views and comments made during this podcast are our own. Do not represent any entity that we volunteer with or employed by. Hey everyone, welcome to Most Diplomatic, podcast where we discuss geopolitics and have scared a whole bunch of nonsense over beers. We're recording on March 31st, 2019 in Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Ryan Young, and joining me this evening is... Kevin Truitt. Lex Cardone. And Ryan, again. We have no topic for this episode. Um, we're mostly doing this uh, audio test. Um, the past almost two years, we've basically just used a one omnidirectional mic. Now we have four separate mics and headphones and audio interface, all this kind of stuff. So we're mostly testing it out. And you'll hear this uh, if it goes live. Yeah. We're legit now. Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be a lot of messing with it, and it's gonna, this might be a special episode or a lost episode. Another yeah, lost another episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not lost. I still have it. <laughs> Just buried deeply within the archives. <laughs> what is yep. dead may never die. Uh, but anyway, we are drinking. So um, uh, yeah, we got flying dog. Doggy style. Doggy style pale ales. The best style. Everyone in the world is getting fucked. So <laughs> that's why we did it. No, it's uh, courtesy of our friendly neighborhood apartment convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I was. I was. Shout out to the Potomac Towers people for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, usually I'll go. Like, I was going to go to the Whole Foods and I was writing stuff out and I found uh, a bunch of fucking ants on my counter. No so I, was, I was like, trying to, I couldn't figure out where they came from. Like, but they're all dead. I don't know where they came from, so it's kind of, it's up in the air, so that was what I was worrying about, but anyway, this is fine, this is a good beer. It's at a picnic, hate it, hate to see it, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Do we, we like, have just stopped talking about the beer, right? Yeah. So like, we don't do that anymore. So, no, no, so actually, I we're changing that, okay. <laughs> we're doing something we should have done like the entire time, which is, uh, you ever heard of the untapped app? Uh, No. Basically, it's like a, it's like you, when you try different beers or breweries and stuff, you basically oh, you log check it. it off. Yeah, yeah. essentially, like I had, I've had, I had, I had a personal one for years, and I was like, never, I, mean, I haven't really used it that much in a while, but it's like it never occurred to me. I was like, oh, maybe I should make one for the podcast, and now we so we could actually rate beers instead of just going like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I should download that. <laughs> I have. Uh, I'm trying to get on it so I can. Five out of seven. I don't know. I get that reference. I didn't. Please explain the joke. No, I'm kidding. Don't explain the joke. <laughs> It'll take too long. <laughs> Who would butcher it? It's internet things. Uh, nerds. So the world is a good place. It's a big place. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna rate. We're gonna rate doggy style. <laughs> I'd put it number one. I rated sixty-nine. Teach their own. No, I just no. I want. I want to. I want to. Rank you. Oh, it's no, there's no E. It's just untapped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's edgy that way. It's super edgy. <laughs> Goddamn millennials. Dropping E's everywhere. All right, so what do you what do you think it is out of uh, five? Uh, out of what? Out of five. Oh, the... And it goes like by point five, so... Um, I would say... Three and a half. That's what I would say too. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin's not drinking. 
But, but, I, like, but, I, but I, I can say that I can say having had it before, that's probably three and a half. I'm sure you have because like it's it came from in your building. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> we unlocked one badge called newbie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we are. Noobs. <laughs> so yeah, that's how beers are getting ranked now. <laughs> An arbitrary system will make up a number. <laughs> I read this one five hats. Kind of, kind of how it goes. But anyway, um, so the news lately, uh, Brexit didn't happen on Friday. That yeah. was supposed that was the original date or whatever, and then they uh, pushed back, and then uh, I think May came with another, their third deal, which was apparently not really much different. Yeah. So um, one of the things that happened was the British Parliament voted to take the power to pat to enforce Brexit away from. Uh, the government, so, and then they proceeded to vote on eight separate uh, bills or eight separate amendments related to some of them were we should leave Brexit or we should do Brexit now, some of them were we should do or no deal Brexit, some of them were, you know, we should agree to a Theresa May's deal, some of them were we should go back to the EU and none won a majority, so I think it was eight no's, eight no <laughs> votes. So the Guardian had like a headline, it was like, uh, Brexit decision. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Insert Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's still bad. It's still a shit show. And like, no one was happy. Like, believe people were mad. They can't. They haven't left it. Remainers like, why are we doing this? And then everyone. And Everybody like, hates Theresa May. <laughs> any and all sides think her deal is a betrayal of like <laughs> whatever they believe. It's like you can't have a an open border in Ireland and like stay in the customs union. Yeah. Yeah. It or, was <laughs> and, and not, not, or not stay in the customs union. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, uh, it's literally impossible. It's a mess. Like, I think the only thing, unifying thing in, in Britain right now is that which everyone hates Theresa May. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think she said like, what is it? If she, if the deal goes through, she'll step down. Yeah. Hey. That was, <laughs> she actually said that. Like if, <laughs> if we, if you, just, if you guys just like suck it up and vote for this, I'll leave. That's how badly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, imagine if that worked. Like it's like the that's the carrot, not the stick. <laughs> hey, if we just figure out Brexit, I'll quit. Like, well, it's just yeah. I bet Jeremy Corbyn is just like, thank God, I'm not actually in charge right now. God, <laughs> he's waiting for the aftermath for the yeah, storm. Well, yeah. well, <laughs> People's Republic of Britain. I mean, maybe we'll go back to oh, maybe that or you know, full on monarchy again. Well, have you seen uh, there's a little movie called um, King Charles the Third? No, not that one. Oh. Um, uh, v for Vendetta. Oh, garbage. Yeah. It's a great movie. I fucking hate that movie. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. I hate it. It's just no. It's what's gonna happen. I mean, it'd be still be funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a <laughs> yeah. Like, like I was watching pictures of like the Queen's Guard just like. Like marching over people yeah. in the way because they don't they don't slow down they just go and it's like that's how I wanted the future in Britain to be basically them like being a semi semi Gestapo group but still wearing the hats and the fucking uniform and else. <laughs> just well, like for the queen yeah. well and then as they uh, run over people torture like, <laughs> focusing the like the sun on them like a little ant it's like as they run over people they be like well you voted for this. <laughs> Or it'll be like the like government in um, Children of Men, except instead of mass infertility, people will just be so bummed out and poor that they just like don't want to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like uh, like it's like one of the Monty Python movies. It's like I didn't vote for this. It's like 
<laughs> you don't want to vote for the king? It's like, well, you kind of know. Don't play that. What the hell was that? Oh. Okay, so now we've learned one thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a... So we, they're on... Um, all the mics are on arms and they're strapped to the table, which the table is garbage too, so it's like... There's some just making noise. I have no idea if it's being if it's gonna be picked up. I know we can hear it in our headphones. Yeah, you have like way too much expensive equipment on this like shitty IKEA table. <laughs> <laughs> like these mics alone are more expensive than this like two of these mics are more expensive than this table. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not super. But the birds did something actually good recently. They like the I think um, they had some board review um, the hallway. Huawei. Oh yeah, what they, whatever the, the the Chinese five G network that like, Europe wants to yeah implement, and they were just like, this is a really bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So GCHQ uh, went to the British government after reviewing like whether they should incorporate it. And they have they didn't say they didn't outright reject it, but they said mm, we should really think hard before or like really put strict restrictions yeah. on it. Because... Isn't Italy like full in on it? Yeah, like, well, Italy were... just wants right. to be because <laughs> yeah, that or like China would just be like. We'll, we'll forgive some of your debt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Italy but is like... Italy's like... They broke with Europe about... Was it about the Belt and Road or was it about... Yeah. For both, probably. Well, no, because Europe has kind of taken a... I think the EU is... Like, Germany, at least, I know, has said, oh, we, we're, we're okay with Huawei, but we do have... They're, even though their intelligence agencies, agencies keep coming and being like, yo, you shouldn't do this. Well, <laughs> and they're like, well... Well, the B&D's already a joke anyway, but... Yeah. Well, I guess Italy needs another sugar daddy now that Russia is not. Oh, <laughs> well, isn't that how Salvini, uh, he got Rus- dark, Russian like dark money in part of his campaign? Probably. I mean, I'm pretty, <laughs> su- I'm pretty sure he got like a couple million dollars from a, a sketchy-ass Russian bank. Why not? Yes, he did. That's okay. Yeah. You heard it here. Italy it's is real. the Completely perfect true. is the perfect example of like why Mediterranean politics are so like, what the hell? Like, There's <laughs> uh, politics? Well, it's... <laughs> Yeah. Their I gov- it was just bunga bunga all the time. Their government is half populist, half socialist. Like yeah. it's like far right. It's like it is like the example of like horseshoe theory. It's, it's, and of course they suck because like neither of those you know political be, ideologies either are compatible or have any good idea. Actual good. It would ideas. be it would be if just if like the establishment Democrats or Republicans were just like you know what Bernie Sanders and like and Donald Trump you guys just take care of everything. It's See, like well all all. <laughs> All the malcontents and miscreants it's are, like a, are in power. Imagine, imagine um, Tulsi Gabbard being uh, yeah. vice president <laughs> to Donald Trump. Yeah, and that's where you get. I think. Yeah, yeah, they're really lucky that uh, <laughs> their ancestors like did some crazy shit and built some phenomenal <laughs> sites and historical things because yeah. that country would be fucking nothing about tourism. Yeah, sorry. Good food. Good yeah, food. good food. Yeah, actually, yeah, the food's good too. So. Well, the north is productive, right? Yeah. There's, there's a fashion industry. There's like high-end cars. That's some good stuff. No, let me shit on Italy. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't last year. I really did. Actually, so um, that reminds me. I saw like uh, the former prime minister of Greece for like I think he was the prime minister for like four months. Uh, I forgot his name. Um, <laughs> so he, Syriza, he, so he, Syriza guy. So obviously, like he's a socialist, and and he got kicked out because he was just too much of an idiot to run the country, <laughs> which is a pretty low bar. Um, <laughs> But he was like talking shit about Brexit. He's like, well, they, you know, the Theresa May deal just like accepts defeat it, like defeat at the hands of the EU. And someone was like tweeting it, being like, oh yeah, you know, this guy's right. And I'm like, you do realize this guy like presided over like a disastrous like prime ministership. Like this guy has no expertise to speak of. He just won because.
because Greece is a contrarian well, state. Yeah, I saw. Oh, I saw another article that was saying essentially like all the other countries that were kind of like the, where there there was parties inside their countries who like wanted to like, you know leave the EU or, like you know France Fra- it or so. There's some other, all stupid fucking neat. Frexit, Irexit. Yeah, yeah. They they're kind of like all those parties like. Yeah, we uh we shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's, uh, Maybe not. Yeah, look at them now, cause um, it, what you said something this morning. What was it like? How much money had they lost? Oh yeah, it said uh, the British economy was two point like two point three percent smaller than it would have been if they hadn't voted for Brexit. And reading some of the comments of that tweet were actually really fucking funny. Oh, like, some of them were just like, "Well, it might it probably would have been higher if we already had left." It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Well, uh, I mean, that's a it's a bold statement there. I mean, I suppose all of it is based off of that's like a Stephen A. Smith size hot take right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm pretty sure. I mean, it, it to be fair, it is a counterfactual, so yeah. like you can't really say like yeah, it definitively say, would be like that. Yeah, how did they come up with that number? I think they like... calculated how much Brexit has cost versus like the projected growth. Because um, it, it they showed like a graph graphic of um, like Britain's actual like economy size and like its growth versus like what they had projected. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't a bunch of uh, like the major banks recently basically taking money out and putting it somewhere else in the EU because like, oh. like all they are shifting all their euros. Well, a lot of companies are moving staff and moving their business operations out of London and out of the UK because, I mean there's no stability right now in that relationship and the EU is a big market. And that's, I think that I don't want to get too much into Brexit because we've already obviously talked about it at length, but I think one of the, one of the things that people in Britain don't, haven't really, didn't really think through when they've, I mean, obviously not when they voted for Brexit, even the people who are like super pro Brexit is that when they've like leaving the EU, the EU is a much bigger market than Britain. And, and they somehow, thought that leaving the EU, they'd have more power over the EU, which doesn't actually make sense um, because, and now instead of being able to veto, you know, EU decisions they disagree with, they have to deal with EU decisions as a outside party. And, you know, they can go to other markets like, you know, I, Theresa May went to Japan and was like, oh, we should sign a tra- trade agreement. <laughs> she went to she went to <laughs> India and was like, oh, we should sign a trade agreement. India's like, oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> India, the crown, or uh, um, Britain, the crown jewel of the Indian Empire. Uh, and then they went to China and you it's just like... like how, about, how about you uh, purchase some opium or here's some fentanyl. Hold on first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we insist. Well, um... So what's going to be the major export in Britain? Opium. Uh, I don't think Matthew thinks they're going to get down to that level. Sad British people. <laughs> Pies and meals. The, the British youths. They'll um, be the main export. Maybe hmm. maybe it'll be like a tourist attraction, like a, a human zoo. Like a dystopian, like, dystopian, yeah. like um... just drive through in an armored like... bus with all the cannibals like, throwing shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's like poverty oh, tourism. Like... What's, what's, okay, what's that? I know I've heard it before. What's that movie? Um, it's a uh, essentially like there's a, a plague in Scotland and they like, doomsday. Basically... Yeah, they're uh, built. Yeah, they, they, they just build a wall. To yeah, they, yeah, and they, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they do. Massive turrets and they keep all the Scots in, and then they like you know. Plague breaks out in London, so they go up north. And like basically, it's like dystopia, and all. Or the, well, there's like like crazy cannibal, like Mad Max gangs, and then there's like you know royalty and like living in castles and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, medieval shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's what we were gonna see. And there were a lot of cows. 
because evidently cows went and like expanded exponentially after Scotland collapsed. Don't know why that rem- I remember that, but it was a pretty funny, pretty funny movie. Unintentionally, of course. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Scotland. Oh, but yeah. So yeah, it'll basically be that, like Jurassic Park, except you know. Well, yeah. Well, I'm mean, actually, and and you know, the independent Scotland member of the 28th member of the EU will be a uh, you know be the basing point for those tours, probably. Probably, yeah. It'll... And a free and united Ireland too. Fuck yes. <laughs> Uh, we guys, if you didn't go or you didn't miss it, like uh, Lex and I did a, a live event uh, for YPFP. Like what was it last weekend, last Friday, yeah. On, was it really uh, last Friday? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, on on the Harbord Ireland, I think it was. We went to go. It was, it was fun. a truly riveting event. If you uh, if you missed out, you know, shame on you. You'll you'll never uh, experience <laughs> that much intellect ever again on that subject. Yeah. Uh, so it just you missed. I exhausted it. all of my brain power, so the rest of this <laughs> episode is just gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, Lex's girlfriend got us flowers, which was hilarious. Oh, was cute. Yeah, I thought she was. Just... Other, I didn't have a vase, so I put them in one of my growlers. <laughs> yeah. mine, mine sitting in a big FSU cup. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's over there. Guys, like we don't have vases. Yeah, no. like, yeah. I don't. I rarely. Uh, I don't think anyone's actually even given me flowers before. I was like, okay, yeah. I'll take this. Same. We're very classy here, almost dramatic. Yeah, Diplo Bros. Classy with a K and an I. All right, um... we take singles. (laughs) So, uh, did you see the Trump um, basically, you know, said you know uh, supports um, the Golan Heights? Basically, he uh, thinks that. Oh, uh, he recognized Israel. recognized Israel. Israel's yeah, 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 sovereignty. Yeah, 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 yeah. He recognized, so or at least he said that. Do they, he is. Does Israel even like claim sovereignty? I mean, over it. I mean, they have it. And it's 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 technically a disputed territory. Like plenty of people live there. Like they yeah. own it. Like it's been there for fucking forever. There's no. It was not like you know there were Syrians who were left there or anything like that. Just, just they're Druze. Yeah, the well, Druze. Oh, the yeah. Druze who live in Golan are not fans of Israel. They're uh, uh, the Druze who live in Israel proper are. Yeah, but not yet. They, the people who live there, actually do have a lot of kinship ties still with Syria. Yeah. So, what's left? The the artist formerly known as Syria. Yeah, but like, I, is there like a movement in Israel to like we want to formally annex this? No. I, think, I I feel like the status quo was good. No, it was yeah, that. it was and it was it made sense for everyone and now it's like Trump's kind of forced the issue because now BB's like well. Fuck! I kind of need to do this. There also need people to look at that because his interest keeps getting yeah. investigated. Well, uh, Israel's elections, I think, either next week or the following week, so, and yeah. and he's been lagging in the polls in part because he's been indicted on corruption charges. Um, and so, in desperation, Likud has actually formed an alliance with a party that is the descendant of a actual terrorist group, yeah. uh, like U.S. designated Which terrorist group. Good. Uh, no, um, the other one, the, uh, it was an American radical rabbi. Who, oh, like, that guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, that they're the ones who like, yeah, they're, they're, they're linked to the, um, cause like, like during the war independence, there's like the couple like major militias, like the Haganah. Like, no, this like, is the other one. No, the, no, no, this that, is, this is, this just became the Israeli army. 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no, was another group. You're thinking like, Argoon. Um, yeah. But no, no. This this was actually a group that was labeled in like the 80s or 90s. No, like, yeah, um, yeah. They were like yeah. super extreme. Yeah, it was they like still... didn't they? Like, yeah, they had all people from New York. They, they did a couple like operations there. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, attacks. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's why the U.S. Some, wasn't there some like like they they didn't they like attacked a mosque or something or it was. Uh, like, I think they were linked to the attack at. I think Tomb of David. Yeah, Tomb yeah. of David. Yeah, uh, where they killed uh, a, a gunman, killed something like thirty plus uh, Muslim Muslims during uh, prayer Friday prayer. Um, yeah, so so he, they formed a coalition with, and even even a lot of like. It's funny. They're like the exact. There's just an Israeli version of the DUP. <laughs> they're. You mean, the, former... you, mean, you mean the Jewish Defense League? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was it. Yeah. I was, thinking, I was thinking of Irgun. Yeah, the Irgun. Yeah. It was the thing. No, it's yeah. the Jewish defense. It, it's, yeah. Um, it's like no, Irgun is... Yeah, ended up back. Irgun ended up, I think, becoming... I mean, they, they ended up merging with the IDF and also becoming... Like, the political end sort of yeah, yeah. became Likud, I think. Uh, but yeah, so so this is actually a huge political gift uh, by Trump to BB. And a, and a cynical reading of it might actually cynical and probably realistic reading of it would indicate that it was done with the Israeli election in mind to sort of shore up a political yeah. ally. Yeah. Because yeah. BB is not looking particularly good politically right now. He's very vulnerable. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to me that the Golan is like a big election issue inside Israel. Well, it's just, it's it's not, but it, it's a, it's the Trump administration sort of taking a, a very strong position on something and it will benefit yeah. you know bb because it it's comes, like oh i got a gift from you know the u.s president like no one else would be able to work well, as closely with the u.s case, as me yeah in this case that it the cynical reading probably is right but it could just be trump like pulling a wild card it's also you know, possible being, being charlie kelly <laughs> yeah he just because like doesn't understand the real like wild cards because like for me i'm reading the statement right now um the state of Israel took control of the Golan Heights in 1967 to safeguard its security from external threats. Today, aggressive acts by Iran and terrorist groups, including Hezbollah, spelled wrong, in southern Syria, continue to make the Golan Heights a potential launching ground for attacks on Israel. Any possible future peace agreements in the region must account for Israel's need to protect itself from Syria and other regional threats. Based on these unique circumstances, it is therefore appropriate to recognize Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. So basically, it's like it was an unnecessary thing to do because it just it creates problems. Like kind of everyone's like yeah. in the region's kind of like left it alone. Like we'll deal with it at some point. Yeah, yeah. There's like <laughs> even there's like no political desire, even in Likud, to like yeah deal with that right now. Would you see the? <laughs> you see like the, the Syrian foreign minister was essentially. Like, why didn't you? Why didn't you give the Jews, you know, South Carolina? Honestly, that was pretty funny. I yeah, I, I, I was like, I was, I was, I, I laughed. I was like. That's bad. You're getting like you fucking one up by that guy. Yeah, like come it, on. it's can't like, we have like better comebacks. Like can we get or make better devote, decisions? Make better decisions. Get like, Jared on that. Get, like our, yeah. get our jokes on our Twitter. <laughs> Perry's good. Why? Yeah. Why hasn't he solved the Middle East peace crisis? <laughs> peace crisis yet? Mm. You see, Charles Kushner, his dad, wrote an op-ed about basically oh. saying you know the family business, all this stuff are lies about it, and you know. Jared is serving the country and taking a massive pay cut to do so, and like, and it's like, aren't you the guy who hired a hooker to implicate his brother, your brother, 
and during like a family business dispute and was like thrown in jail for it. That's why he's still in jail, isn't he? <laughs> no, no, I don't think he's in jail anymore. He served, he served a. Oh, and it came out. It came out that uh, a internal internal investigation did find that Kushner was it has been and probably still is using WhatsApp uh, in violation of the Federal Records Act to communicate with foreign leaders. Well, how's he going to send dick pics Aaron. to Kings uh, to MBS without? Well, yeah. you couldn't see it was me throw my hands up like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, Well, no, I can see that. But... Those, those dick pics are a matter of national security. Yeah, it's. it's I, always, I always forget he exists. It's like, oh yeah, that fucking idiot. Like, yeah, it's just like, but anyway, the, the move for the Golanite stuff is just like, why would you do that? That's not a, not a good, not a good call. Like, why would you, what's, why are we causing these problems? Even, even in the, um, but Trump fans are going to be like, he's playing 10 D chess. You don't even know. It's actually 20 dimensional chess. You yeah. just don't understand Lex. Yeah. yeah. Trump can't read whatever. But, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Another fun thing is also, um, Trump basically like during a shit fit for, uh, Venezuela. Cause there's like Russian troops in Venezuela. Yeah, I saw that. Russia's shoring up the regime. Yeah, it's like, you, you get, make sure you get that return on your investment, I guess. Yeah. They've sunk a lot of money into the countries that they really haven't gotten a lot back from. Right. It, it's like, that, that fight with Russia isn't worth it. Like, it's like, for like, at this point, it's like, what are you even doing? Like, it's like, the Russia's, I mean, maybe with the, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to poke us in the eye a little bit. Yeah but, but, yeah, but we're, yeah, but for, I mean, for, for us, the, like, our reactions were Trump's like, you better leave or else. It's like, what do you, what does that mean? Like, yeah. that's not. But is are the troops there? They're just like their job is to just sit there. It's probably Wagner guys, actually. And like, well, they mean the actual professional military, the Russian. Yeah. Army. Yeah. Well, their job is just to be there and be symbolic. Uh, probably, there's probably advisors. I mean, there's always kind of been uh, advisors who've gone back and forth countries. It's probably, it's probably at this point, it's just like you know trying to help them control the country defend government buildings in the event like the Venezuelan military like cracks cracks up well yeah we're more than we're more worried about the National Guard they can basically like alright we're gonna be there for the people and then uh, the people yeah and by the people we mean the person in charge of the country good old Maduro don't say Maduro he's driving that bus off the cliff and he's yeah. still fat too he's still yeah, unlike the rest of his country, which yeah. is starving. Yeah, it's like it's like there's like actual starvation issues. Like, it's really problematic. Yeah, they can't they can't seem to find toilet paper anywhere. Mm. And you know, Maduro's are full of shit. <sighs> All right, I'm done, I'm done with the dad jokes. Uh, I'll see myself out. Yeah, no. It, um, well, in other sort of south of south of the border news. Um, south of the border. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you see that um, it sounds like uh, a, I'm muting my I'm muting my <laughs> it sounds like the administration's cut uh, aid to Honduras uh, Guatemala and El Salvador uh, and why uh, over immigration stuff um, sort of like Trump last week was threatening to close the entire like just completely close the US-Mexican border he, st- he still is can he do that just by I mean can well, it's a national emergency, duh. I mean, He's only been uh, golfing 17 <laughs> times since declaring that. Yeah, yeah so it must, must be a very... Uh, has, I mean, he has to go, guys, he has to go really stressed by going playing golf. And uh, cheating at golf. Apparently, he's like, Oh, yeah, I saw that. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He says he's got like a two handicap, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's like, you hit... It's like, I'm pretty sure he hooked it, his ball into the water, but his caddy somehow found it, so... Yeah, it landed by, by the hole. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Goddamn witchcraft. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's also a great way to deal with it. It's like I don't even understand. The, I mean, is that <laughs> they're cutting off aid because people are fleeing their country because of, because of poverty and other issues? Yeah, that's a great fucking plan. So, so uh, I was actually I actually watched uh, Jake Tapper was interviewing uh, Mick Mulvaney um, on yeah uh, on they're acting in like four different positions and there. and yeah so so uh, Mulvaney Mulvaney <laughs> I do not envy that guy. <laughs> I I wouldn't feel I would feel bad for him if he wasn't like such a shit person. Um, he he also looks like the the evil Nazi doctor in um, uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. I, every time I see him, I'm like, oh god! Like, don't it, look at his hand. Does he have like the burn, like the thing burned into it? Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he uh, he was saying that um, oh you know like Jake Tapper's like oh well you know the State Department actually re- is reporting that the the poverty like the, this aid is helping like reduce poverty and like cutting it off will like in like previous reporting and uh direct or uh homeland security uh secretary christian uh, nielsen yeah uh had also just signed a, an agreement with those countries to like ensure that the aid was maintained to help with yeah the was immigration it wasn't she just giving like props to mexico for being at the being like a reliable partner and at the table and, yeah like, at the same time when trump is threatening to close the border for like because they're not doing enough to combat immigration and then like in the same interview with Mulvaney he's like well it's like how how do you (laughs) and yeah that back this up it's like well you know actions are one thing uh actions are one thing but words are words are another words are one thing actions are another it's like what it's like you (laughs) have no idea that's the problem is when a lot of times when this administration actually is doing good things like someone puts their foot in their mouth and you know exactly the someone I'm referring to um someone does something like there, there are a lot of policies that are contradicting each other, and no one, everyone just shrugs and is like, "Well, it's not my problem." Well, we tried. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, I read an article that basically talked about it as a sort of an element of Trump's psyche that um, he's such a gambler when he's doing well and he feels the wind at his back, he'll over push himself and get into trouble. Like he's done with, um, t- like a few days after the Mueller report summary comes out and he feels vindicated, he comes out and talks about how the GOP is going to be the party of healthcare. And well, that all of G- and GOP is, and, and all these Republican congressmen are like, oh, dude, can, can you not? Well, like, no. Really? So, so he said that because the administration, the Department of Justice, decided that it wouldn't defend uh, the Affordable Care Act at all, which is like something that the government, that the Department of Justice always does, even if it doesn't, like the yeah. administration doesn't particularly agree with that policy. Yeah. So they decided uh, a judge ruled like part of it unconstitutional, and so they decided so they, they wouldn't. Fight it. Yeah, they wouldn't fight it. So they, so essentially, like come that if that is actually like brought into effect like that hunt millions of americans will lose health care so it, it 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 it's rankled even the republican party yeah at, I mean, like, yeah because i think most for the most part of the republican party it's like at this point they want to just try to fix i mean obamacare is a good way has like problems obviously it's not yeah. perfect and it's hard to make something that is perfect for our system but i think they, at this point they mostly just want to alter it and kind of make it I guess shaped more in their their eyes, but it's like they don't want to get rid of it. Well, the problem is they don't have a. They haven't come up with like a a real solution. Maybe oh, no like shit. thoughts, send thoughts and prayers when people get sick. But the essential oils, don't worry. Pray the uh... just like Portland. How's that measles? How's that measles going? Or is that in Seattle or both? I think. Or did you, or did you see that uh, New York like banned like unvaccinated kids from like public? Yeah, areas because there's there's a, there's an outbreak going up in Rockland County. There's a pretty big measles outbreak and um oh it's centered in the Hasidic community up there because it's like the biggest yeah. some of the big like there's several communities up there that are entirely um 
ultra orthodox. And I said, oh, oh, the, oh. the vaccinate just like you know, just, oh, the vaccination oh. rates are not high. There was there was actually oh, a, and there's like a billion kids in each of those communities. All, all, all I thought about was just like Jewish Amish. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's exactly but what they like, are. It's the, like, it, there's so many children in those communities. So yeah. it's like the, the base is the place is basically just like a giant daycare, like and full of unvaccinated children. <laughs> so it's like a, it's a really fucked up like social experiment that's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Like a health experiment. Yeah. Well, did you see there was also a study that came out recently that found that, you know, how all the anti-vaxxers are like, oh, vaccines cause autism. Came, it, tur- it There was actually, they found that there's less of a occurrence of autism in people who get vaccines. Not that there's a correlation between that or a causation between that, but like. Yeah, it was just kind of like, hey, fuck you. Like, it's like, it was like, it, yeah. your own study was just, yeah. Because, yeah, it just like, it proves that. These people are fucking thing. idiots. Yeah, it's like, listen, like. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that people get vaccinated for. Maybe, you know, not everything. Not every fucking single thing, but it's like, a lot of it, like, you should get it, because, like, you know what's bad? Plague and measles and other <laughs> shit. Like, people, like, you're dying from shit that was wiped out a hundred years ago? You're a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah, like... Herd mentality. Call the herd. So so here's the question. Is is, na- is public health a national security issue? Uh, yeah. I, 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 the first thing that jumps to my mind is the, uh, the opioid crisis and how most yeah. of that... Yeah. The fent- the strong stuff, fentanyl is coming over from China, and the Chinese really aren't. I mean, there's a there's certainly a sense of irony involved with uh, <laughs> opiates coming out of China versus coming in, but they're very much they don't really have any inclination to step in and stop yeah. trafficking. Yeah, like the opioid thing is like bad. It's like but that's like that's we've had that issue before of different like different drugs that come in, mm-hmm. like when crack cocaine came out, like or meth, like. Yeah. But like far as like the vaccination stuff, it's like it's a thing that could be mostly easily put yeah. down because it it becomes it becomes, I think it becomes a more public health issue because um, it spreads and people who can't be vaccinated yeah also it's like a lot of economic you know, yeah and, and young children yeah yeah like I mean dying. yeah that's yeah that's that's another terrible I mean the drug stuff is like a different animal it's like it's it's that's not completely self reflective because usually it's like there's like. You know, there's other issues going on there and that kind of stuff, but it's just like they, they, we definitely need to do something about it. But the vaccination thing is like you're causing, you're actually putting a greater impact on your community and not a positive way. Yeah, yeah it, it's a decision that impacks beyond their their personal life or their personal their family's personal life. So, like, you know, someone's decision to use opioids is you know will will have an immediate impact on themselves and the yeah. fam- their families likely, but. And and I guess maybe in a macro sense yeah. the economy, but it's not like they're not going like it's not like they're they're going to spread opioids to like other people's kids. <laughs> I gave you the opioids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you're gonna. I mean, you lose you know the tax base with people yeah. dying of this. Yeah. Like in, yeah, in the most and it's all young men or young people for the most part. You know those most productive citizens. So it's yeah, it's it's a drain on any society. Just okay. as dying of measles would be. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always it makes me think almost uh like when Ebola was real bad in West Africa, it was kind of ridiculous because you know people would be being treated, and the villagers would you know break people out of the fucking hospital essentially and take them away because like oh the the whites are doing shit to you, or whatever. Yeah. So like you know then Ebola would keep spreading and then it was it was the, it was it was. Luckily, it's it's the 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 disease kind of burns out. Yeah. It, was, uh, it, it kills people. Too fast. Yeah. Well, one thing that 
I this is like reaching back in like ancient history, but like the problem is if you don't try to deal with you know diseases like that where you can't, um, you end up having big problems. Like um, for instance, uh, under Justinian, the Byzantine Empire, like so that was the first like instance of bubonic plague, and it like yeah. pretty much destroyed the empire's ability to. It never really recovered. Yeah, and it, well, I gradually, but it it really like that sort of was one of the one of the many factors that enabled like the Arab conquests of you know like the Levant and really just destroyed it, the empire's ability to react to different like different fights. Um, and even before that, you see like the um, uh, I think it was Marcus Aurelius when he was emperor of Rome. The I saw him in that one movie. Okay, that's not no. Um, oh, you either got played by the same guy who played Dumbledore. But the uh, the there was an instance of I don't remember like what plague it was, and they're not really sure what disease actually caused it. But um, there was like massive depopulation of like the empire at the time, and it kind of enabled the uh, the barbarian quote unquote hordes, if you will, to like. Make you mean the Germans. the Germans? Yeah, the Germans. <laughs> so the Germans came marching down again. But it's it um. I mean, it does have, like, like mass pl- pandemics and epidemics can have an impact on national security. Do- and that- uh, yeah, and it doesn't even have to be a, you know, once a generation type pandemic. Mm-hmm. It can be public health concerns, like, that, you know, add themselves to, you know, people people not, even stuff, small stuff like people not having coverage, you know, lower life expectancy, lower productivity. Yeah. You know, that impacts, you know, everything. Yeah, our healthcare system. Everything is everything, man. <laughs> Healthcare in this country is a fucking joke. What it be, what it do. Apparently, like, it's something like over 60 to 70% of healthcare costs now go into non-clinical stuff. So, basically, administrative budgeting, you know, like, mm-hmm. that, like p- paying people to do that kind of stuff versus paying doctors to treat illnesses. You ever, you ever seen that show, like, Everyone Hates Adam, or it's something like that? It's just, like, this comedian basically goes and does, like, a whole, like, really in-depth study of stuff. He did one for, like, health, the healthcare system in the U.S. It was yeah. just, like, super hmm. fucked up. Yeah, it was just like, oh, it's all it's all bad. It's all dumb. Everything costs so much because of no real reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part. Like, there's not, like, oh, it's expensive. It's, like, some stuff is. Like, research and, and R&D, and, mm-hmm. like, you know, cost money, but yeah, I don't know. Well, and, and there's another thing that's going on right now because the healthcare system is so like chaotic right especially at this current moment like i guess like costs for like people who are type a diabetics like people who are genetically diabetic not like or born that way not people who you know got fat and got diabetes that way um they they actually like the, the cost of the like insulin for them has gone like through the roof and so in many cases people just can't can't get the medicine that they literally need to survive yeah, it's that's all. Awesome. Yeah, so like healthcare is a yeah. So in that case, yes, healthcare is a uh, is a national uh, security. I guess I, I wouldn't call it security. National like emergency, not the fucking border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and if we're not having people coming over the border to replace those we lose to a, a bad healthcare system, then you know, we'll end up like Russia and have a declining population. Like, like, non-economically like, viable. Yada yeah, yada. Yeah. It's kind of like a widespread thing. Like for different reasons, like China's like. One one kid policy kind of caught up and it's kind of fucking them a little bit, and it will get worse in the future. And then Japan's just like they're just not fucking anymore. Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a function of a youth bulge um, yeah. in a certain time, and that sort of fading away as society stabilizes. And yeah, well, people like like to say in this country, like, oh, we need better access to childcare. That'll have, allow people to increase the birth rate. But like, Japan is incredibly generous, like benefits for 
expecting mothers and like families and stuff like that. <laughs> so, more because they're like, please, now please have children. Just, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> like, even now it's, and now it's even more so. So, but they're just like, nope, I'd rather watch anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wonder what, so what many, there are a lot of like cultural yeah, like, factors at play. Yeah, also like a lot of other options in Japan for any other day. <laughs> and like a lot of 2D s- girlfriends. Single, or, like people just don't date. Because they're like, ah, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it's like super yeah. defeatist. It's really yeah. well. It's like I mean, if you look at China, I mean, like things like the one-child policy could have an impact that they didn't really foresee. In that, you know, now you have a, a huge generation of like lost men who, you know, maybe don't like what country, what uh, country-sized sausage party. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, think about I mean, think about countries like you know in the Middle East, like during the Arab Spring, and all these places where. You had a massive demog- uh, sort of unemployed, unemployed yeah. young people who were relatively well educated, and when and that's a, China's whole issue is it's it's predicated on like eternal like six percent growth, you know. And yeah. What, once that slows down, like that population becomes a liability because they are the ones who are more willing to. You oh, know, don't worry, they they can change that. It's also a function. It's it, it kind of mimics <laughs> the problem that a lot of these of uh, polygamy in a lot of these Middle Eastern countries when you have. Men that can afford four wives, that means there's less women for, um, to marry um, poor people. So, but he, but he, and then that leads to you know not having a family, not doing this. That well, leads to you know that like lo- especially in the Gulf countries, you look at like the actual population stuff. Like men are so there's so much more men because they're all guest workers. Yeah, who basically are like you know it's not, I wouldn't say modern day slavery exactly, but like you know kind of close to paying on the country. Well, I think you see in somewhat in the Gulf countries and then other places are like these rentier states where like Algeria is a really great example. And right now I think it's one of the many factors sort of driving what's been going on there is you have a well-educated population that the country can pay for, but the problem is the, that rentier model, you know, in Saudi or to a lesser extent, UAE and Qatar, I think are still okay. I mean, UAE is diversified enough away from that and Qatar has got a small enough population, but Kuwait. yeah, and Kuwait as well. Um, but countries like Saudi or like Algeria, where that much money allows for like a, you see like a large rising population um, of like educated youth who have higher like work expectations, but the government can't afford to pay, you know, a bazillion private or public sector jobs anymore. And the private sector is anemic and none, no one wants to work in it because it's not as secure. Uh, and so you run to this, it's it's like a, it's a major uh, systematic like a systemic issue in these countries where you have a massive population that is feeling underutilized, doesn't really feel like they're getting, they've got an education. So it's like, Oh, I have a master's degree in engineering, but you know, the job I really wanted, the really cushy job in the government, I can't get that. And there's like the private sector jobs I can get, you know, suck. So maybe I'll work as a fish vendor or something like that. And, and obviously, that's a lot of like unfulfilled expectations. I mean, this is the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, they'll never interrupt. They'll never interrupt. Yeah. I, I think I think that's a, a, a trend that also drives um, to, and there are different issues, but it, it drives things like the alt right or uh, people to terrorism, uh, like jihadi terrorism. So, or even like the, I mean, when we had that thing in Auckland, I'm not sure what that was all about, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's all it's all shit. But um, blockchain's the solution. <laughs> what? No, block, blockchain's the solution. Synergy. Yeah, synergy. 
anyway. C- cinnamon. C- cinnamon. <laughs> nay. I'm going to nay. Put nay on that one. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that was audio test one. <laughs> and almost automatic. Thanks, guys. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I have no idea how long the actual episode was. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like realize how I, we did? Uh, yeah, no. Like, I, we're, we were, we're about an hour now. Oh, holy shit! But I know we 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 we're, we might be like around forty five most likely. Once you cut cut it down a bit. Yeah. Might be interesting to like just keep the healthcare stuff. Pull, pull, pull the other way. Well, of course we want to do without like, Panine because she knows more. Yeah. You broke it. What's going on? Just just wait. I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Word. <laughs> Word. Word. Womp womp. <laughs> Oof. We shot on the Trump administration.